We're holding here in the Mesilat Yisharim, Parakid Zion, B'darke Kniyas HaTayra, and the Mesilat Yisharim taught us that there are, we have to purify our heart in two different, two different parts of our lives. There's a purity of heart when it comes to materialistic things, and then there's a purity of heart when it comes to service of Hashem. Okay? Now, when I discussed the purity of heart in regards to uh, our bodily needs and our materialistic pursuits and the tzorche aguf, he discussed the concept of a person needs to be mitbonen. Means it's not enough for a person to know. That's step number one. You have to know. And even to know is not so simple. You have to bring, be studying a lot. And you have to bring v'yizbar, v'yizamasetzla. It has to be clarity. It has to be clarity. Yitzhara comes up with all kinds of questions. So it takes time to get clarity. But after the whole process... Ah, Ezra Cohen, the Rosh Havad's here. Right? So after the whole clarity... Okay, after the entire clarity, still there's a process, what we call hitbonenut. Just started talking about yesterday a little bit. Hitbonenut, where hitbonenut is going to be the process, the bottom line of hitbonenut does is it makes that the information is personal. Okay, that means the information applies to you. And that's a tricky thing. We know that a person has a seichel, he has a brain, and he has a live, he has a heart. And the heart, when the heart understands, that's when the heart controls the actions. So just like what you're thinking in your brain right now doesn't have any relevance to me, it doesn't affect me in any way because I have no idea of what you're thinking in your head right now. Same thing within the person within himself. His brain could understand something, but his heart, his own heart, is totally oblivious to what's going on in his brain. So the process to bring the information from the brain to the heart to actually make real changes, you have to have hitbonenut. Okay? So a little by little I want to teach you that, but I want to show you the significance of when a person doesn't want to see the truth and he doesn't want to change, doesn't matter if it's in his face. Okay, a lot of it has to do with this week's pressure, but I want to read you a little bit from a sefer from Scheinberg. A lot of Gedolim speak about this, but he speak, brings it out very beautifully. Right? So he says like this because this he's talking about emuna. Okay. Emunah is very fundamental, and he's trying to explain the significance of Tyrus Alev, right? That's what we're learning here. He's trying to explain the significance of Tyrus Alev, because without Tyrus Alev, you can never get to Emunah. So this subject that we're learning of Tyrus Alev is not just like a high level. Without Tyrus Alev, you cannot get to Emuna. 
Okay, and I'm going to show you some marmikoimas on that. And then show you how that connects with this concept of his boininess. Okay, so he says like this. He says like this. Shebemokum shehataivo memale halev. If a person's heart, his heart, is filled with desire, shuv ein le'emune mokum lishkoin b'seicha. There's no place for emune to live in his heart. Got it? So now he says like this. He comes to explain something very important. We find that the Jewish people had, in Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, they had emune. B'schus ha'emune, they went out of Egypt, Right? That emuna. The problem was, the question he asks is, the Chazal tell us that they needed to have Dam Mila and Dam Pesach, the mitzvah of Dam Mila and Dam Pesach to go out of Egypt. It wasn't enough, the emuna. So he wants to know, why was the emuna not sufficient? Why they have to have additional to the emuna? They have to have the mitzvah of Dam Pesach and Dam Mila. Good question. So he says like this. He says, very, very strong, Yisoyed. He says like this. Madu'a lo yispik ezchus ha'emuna legoyal ambeschuzu, v'l'shem ma'ahut z'chol ezchuyu shal shtei mitzvahs elu dam pesach o dam mela, omnam nahanal ati sha'pi hetev. Vada'i ho'yela ha'emuna, v'hal ha'emuna. Omnam, Emuna yesh l'tokev rak keshehi melava imlev tahor v'naki. The only way Emuna can have a kiyum, the only way that Emuna can actually carry through and take you where it needs to take you through all the situations in life is only if you have a pure heart and a clean heart. And in order to give them a clean heart and a pure heart, they needed these two mitzvahs. Dam mila, because what does mila do for a person? When a person, when they remove the orla, the foreskin on the body, it removes the orla which covers the heart. That means a person, like he brings down over here, like Rabbi Kivega says, that a person won't understand learning, he doesn't understand spirituality, right? He needs the mila for that. Because there's a cover over your heart. And therefore, all spirituality have a difficulty penetrating, right? So what helps spirituality penetrate into your heart? Taking away the orlas halev. How do you get rid of the orlas halev? Through making brit milah. Okay? So they needed to do bris milah first in order for the emunah to go into them good. Vidam Pesach. He said, what was the whole yisoyed of Korban Pesach in Mitzrayim? Rashi says they had to be material themselves from the tumas of the gelulim shayabiyodam. It was a tahara from dashpov avaydazar in their heart. V'zeh al yedeh hamesiru nefesh. How did they clean themselves from avaydazar? So this will be related to this week's parsha because you missed every chumashvat this week. We won't mention it, but Rabbi, right? So how did how did the, the the, the Korban Pesach, how did it clean them from the Hashpah, from the Avodah They stopped doing Avodah but it still had an effect on them. So they had to make Mesiris Nefesh, 
to take the sheep, which was the Avodah Zor of Mitzrayim, and tie it to the bedpost in order to slaughter it. And this created Tyrus HaLev. Mesirus Nefesh created Tyrus HaLev. Bottom line. So, Rabbi, so he's saying over here like this. Avada, they needed the Emuna. What's the thing to get you out of Egypt? Beschusa Emuna. But in order for Emuna to be complete, to be real, to be everlasting, in order to actually do the job, you have to have Tyrus HaLev. So which two things gave them Tyrus HaLev? Damila and Dam Pesach. And then he says, with this Yisoyed, I can answer a question, a very philosophical uh, thought by Rabbi Shal Salanti. He was bothered with something. A very simple question. He says like this. You see people that they, they say, ah, we're not listening to the Torah, we're not listening to Hashem. It's not true, the terror is not true, right? So Rabbi Shal Salanti says, why don't they even have a cell of a suffix? I mean, he brings an example. He says, let's say you have a bottle of water, fresh bottle of water, you open it up, sealed, crack open, right? For sure good, the water's good, right? One guy comes over to you, and he says, I'm telling you, I know, I work at this plant, there's poison in the water. You drink it, you're going to die. And then everybody around says, nah, the guy's a shaita, he's missing some screws, he just makes up baloney stories, Right? And the guy says, I'll tell you, I swear on the Sefer Torah right now. You drink the water, you're going to die on the spot. So even though it's probably not true. Everybody says it's not true. People say, no, he's a Meshuggah, they don't listen to him. Right? It's a fresh bottle of water. So maybe, maybe, maybe there's a 1% chance. Right? The guy's mom is strong about it. Maybe. Right? You're not going to touch the water. Because on the 1%, you know, you don't want to die. Right? So the Chachomim and the Torah is saying, if you do this, you're going to get courage. You're going to get Gehenna. You're going to get this. You're going to get that. It's a foolish. Chazak. So why is it not even a 1% chance? Why, why are you not afraid? What happens if at the end of the road, it's not a hole in the ground? What happens if at the end of the road, you go upstairs and you get judged? And forever and ever and ever... You're going to suffer. Let's say, 1% chance. So how could you be so foolish to break the Torah? Even on its not suffering. Yeah, that's Rabbi Sol Salanta, a very deep thinking question. So he says like this. Zokta like this. God moving the fize mashihikshah gris. Gris is Rabbi Sol Salanta. Ech lo choshishim porke ol ha don't listen to a Batayra's Vadai. Listen to a Batayra's Suffolk. Possibility. You cannot have emuna, not even one percent emuna. Kolkama, the heart is filled with taifa. We're gonna to try to say a loveness to it. Okay? So again, he said, in order to protect the Jewish people to have emuna, Hashem had to give them dam mila and dam pesach, in order that it should clear the heart from taifa. Then the emuna works. 
If a person's heart is filled with taiva, it means all these parke all. The reason why they're parik all is not coming from a fact that they have kashas and emuna. The reason why they're parik all is because they have taiva. That's Rabbi Khanan here. Everybody should know this Rabbi Khanan, very important. The first Maimon, Koivitz Mahamorim, where he says the classic Yesayid, Harotzen Yashpial Asechel, that Emun is really simple, and all the questions that they have in Emun is not coming from sophisticated philosophical questions, it's coming from Taiva. So once the person's Taiva, he doesn't want to accept the Emun, he has a reason not to accept it. So Mamela, even the Tzad Suffolk, it's not going to be because it's Negeis. You see, the kasha, what was the Hanukkah of the Gris's kasha? What was the Hanukkah of the kasha? The Hanukkah of the kasha is a thinking man, a thinking man would have at least a percent. Right? Good? Mechetesi are right. Maybe the Chinese are right. Maybe the Italians are right. Maybe. But maybe we're right. Don't take a chance. Don't take a risk. Right? He says, the Hanukkah of that kasha is that you're using your seichel. So even if you have a kasha, mechetes, you're right, but mechetes, I'm not right. But if the point is that you're coming from taiva, that's where all your kashas are coming from taiva, because it's a dove of it's coming from taiva, it's coming from taiva, you have no seichel operative. No seichel operative, not, then you don't make the chesh, but maybe they're right. Yeah? Maybe we're right. That's what he says. Then he goes right and he says, after Paro finally got clarity, okay, and he sent the Jewish people out. He says, but Darik in the Lush of the that Paro had a change of heart, right? And he says, Kishilahnu et Yisrael me'ovdenu. Why did he change his mind? Why did Paro change his mind? So he says he changed his mind because in the gears of money, Means he had in the gears. He, they were our avodim. He didn't say, oh, one second, I have a kasha lemuna. Yesterday I thought like this, today I have a kasha lemuna, I changed my mind. Didn't say that. Says mashma, that the reason why he changed his mind, only because of the gears. Not because of a real kasha. Right? So that's the aside over and over that a lot of the Mepharshim are saying is that Hagam Emunah is a philosophical conversation but what they're trying to say is that Be'etzim Emunah is simple so it's not really a philosophical conversation so rather what is it? because you have Taiva so if you have Taiva you don't want to accept it Okay? And if you don't want to accept it, then you're not going to talk logical. Right? That's the simple shot. Okay? But now I want to say a little bit deeper. Okay? You ready? And this is where, this is where it gets personal to us. Okay? Because the point is, and this is what the subject matter that we're discussing, we're discussing his boininess. Okay? So here's a deep point. You have to get this clear. Shma tov tov. Everything in Emuna, everything, no matter what, no matter how clear and how open the miracles are, 
everything in Emune is you have to take a message to you. That's how Emune works. Okay, let's let's get that clear. See, this I'm trying to explain to you why Taiva is a very big blocker to Emune. I'm trying to explain it. Simple understanding, the way you understand this, because I have Nagiyus. I don't want to see the truth. Hashem puts the truth in front of my face, slaps it in front of my face. I don't want to accept the truth because I have Taiva, right? Nagiyus. That's really how Rabbi Cholam is saying, I'm explaining it in a much deeper way. Even though it's true, I have to explain that to you. Okay? That means, Emuna by definition, Emuna by definition means that there is a certain processing uh, that needs to be done, a certain processing that needs to be done in order for Emuna to work. doesn't work without processing. Right? Let's say Hashem made a Makkah. Right? And the maka is leman teda kiani Hashem bekevaris. That's a concept. Leman teda kiani Hashem bekevaris. Now I have to process that. Leman teda kiani Hashem bekevaris. How does my life affected by that message? And am I living my life according to that message? That's emuna. Emuna is not Hashem showing off his muscles. Hashem doesn't have to show off his muscles to nobody. And Hashem doesn't need you to admit that he's, uh, to the concept, any Hashem because it's true regardless if you admit it's true or not. So what's the point of Emuna? The point of Emuna is always a message. Emuna is a message. By definition it's a message. Got that? A message means there's a general message, and now I have to take that message, and I have to bring it to me, right? Let's say you tell me, Chazal, Ha'olam Hazer, Doimele Proizda, right? This world is like a preparation, Ha'olam Habo. Okay, we all know about Peh, Skivaldik. Do we believe it's true? Yes. But that's not Emune. Emune says, Ha'olam Hazer, Doimele Proizda. What would a world... What would what would people who live that way look like? People who understand that every square inch of Olam Hazem and every single breath they take and every single part of the Metzius is only to prepare them for Olam Haba. What kind of person would that be? So you probably see a lot like Rabbi Chaim Kanievsky, right? That's a guy who lives that way. Okay. Akshav, Ani. Me and Olam Hazem, Dorim there. no shaykhs. I'm living here forever. The only thing I think about is how to make money, how to enjoy life, how to chap gashmir, so I'm off. Right? So the point of emunah is to start trying to take that message to me slowly. Because emunah means it's talking to me. Everything in emunah is like that. I read a chazal, I have to say, it's speaking to me. If Hashem makes a revelation in the world, I have to say, it is speaking to me. I have to decipher the code, how it pertains to me. That's where his bonus comes in. Got it? That's where his bonus comes in. You could say, smoking is dangerous. It's dangerous. Studies, smoking is dangerous. But you will still smoke. Because you didn't see how it pertains to you. Now it sounds like a funny thing. 
Why would I think it doesn't pertain to me? Smoking kills. Yes, it kills 3%, 5%, 10%, whatever the number is, right? So, I'm a yoytzim in a klal, you know? Or one day I'll stop. Or I'm not bombish a real smoker. I don't smoke on Shabbos. They said the, 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 the studies are said for Goyim. We have different DNA. See how many cheshbonis your heart says not to mekabel that that message on the box that says the Surgeon General's warning is this can kill you, right? But that, but that you know, cheshbonim. That's cheshbonis. Cheshbonis has to take things and and open them up and chop the lumdis, see how they look in reality, and see how it pertains to you. Got it? So here is where Midas is a big issue. Because Midas says, I don't want to change. And I don't want to live my life differently. So not only a regular person, even without bad Midot, has a hard time with Amuna. Because a regular person without bad Midot, if he doesn't make a work called his burnings, it won't go in. But a guy with Midas Royas has a Nagias not to make his burnings. So Mamela, the information can be, the information can be whatever it is. It doesn't pertain to him. You follow? So that's the deep thing in life. Everything is taking the information to you. Now sometimes people have a problem with that because they don't want to change quickly. They feel if they take the information themselves, they have to change on the spot. You don't have to change on the spot. So don't get so worried about that. You have to take the information to you. And then you change slowly. But some people don't want to change at all. You have to deal with that. So Sometimes you have to tell yourself, this Indian, you're not built to change yourself now at all. So just relax. But accept the truth. Know it's something that needs to be done at some point in your life. You understand? Don't reject the emes. Just because you have negias. Don't reject the emes. Because we came here to grow. But the point, I want to get this clear, this is something that I think that most of the world today has no idea, this point in Emuna. The point in Emuna, entire Emuna, from beginning to end, is only to understand a message to you. That's Emuna. Hashem doesn't have to show off his muscles. Hashem doesn't have to show anything to anybody. And Hashem doesn't need you to say, Aha! Wow! You're so great! You go to the Grand Canyon, we went in the summer, yeah? I wasn't there, but you guys were there. Some of you guys were there. Alright? And you go to the Grand Canyon, and you say, Wow! Marabu ma'asecha Hashem, you're unbelievable! And then you get back into the car, and you put the FM on. Marabu ma'asecha Hashem, you think Hashem needs you to say, He's so smart and so great? Ah, he's so vast and he's so glorious. You think he needs to tell you that? And he thinks he, need, he needs you to pat him on the back like he's like a bell covered like you. And he needs covered. He doesn't need covered. He doesn't need you to be made. So why did he show you the Grand Canyon? He was talking to you. That's his bonus. To take that message, bring it into a practical place. Learn how to apply it to you and say, I learned something. And then I have to change from that. Maybe not right away. Maybe a tiny bit. But I gotta talk. It's gotta talk to me. 
So, so midas royas is the thing that blocks you from wanting to be misbehaved. So we're going to go, now we're just the schedule. Maybe tomorrow, if Mayor puts together a group, tomorrow will be the last Vad, and then we won't have a Vad for another week because of Eretz Yisrael. Okay? Seder? Okay, we'll stop.